I can tell you want to say something. I, I, I got a, a thought in my head. Oh, boy. You know, uh, <laughs> the NFL is 366 this year, right? Not 365. It Correct. is a leap year. We got a long February yeah. coming up. And uh, obviously. Nate has to wait one more day for his birthday. Extra day. One extra day. One more day of you. anticipation, baby. Anticipation. I was an hour and ten minutes away from being a leap year baby. Could have been that. Could have been. Could have been. Luckily, they had to, I was, whatever you call it, breach or whatever. So they yeah. had to do a C-section. It took a little while. So it fell out. <laughs> had to get him. Yep. Um, we do have, you know, free agency will come. We'll have legal tampering. We'll have all those things. We've yeah. got the combine coming up. Um. Really, next week is when the combine will go down. So we'll have some some chief stuff going through. But I was thinking about this the other day. The Chiefs are going to open the season again on that Thursday night, and I was trying to think. You think the, they have the Ravens coming home? They have the Bengals coming here. Who would you put for the big Thursday night affair to open the to kick the season off? They chose the Lions last year. I think that shocked a lot of people. I don't think people yeah. saw that. I, one coming. I think it might be the Chargers. Should be the Chargers with Harbaugh. Yeah, but do they? I don't know if they generally put division games, that very, but I think that would be a big one. Who are the NFC teams they got? Uh, it's like, who's coming here? It's Falcons, maybe? Is it the South? No, they're they going, playing yeah, the they're playing the South. Which sucks. Yeah, it's, it stinks. There's None not of a those. single team that's in the great. South I care about. No, it's great for the Chiefs. Yeah, <laughs> but I'm just saying, from a matchup standpoint, there's not, like one, there's not a team there. I'm like, ooh, boy. Yeah. That's good. You say they get the Bills? The Bills are on the road. The home games are the Ravens and Bengals. So those yeah. are the two home games. Those both would uh, either one would be yeah. good. I mean, obviously the Ravens would be a, a rematch of the the title. I would think they would rather have the Bengals because Burrow coming back. The storyline is the only quarterback that's currently in the NFL that can beat Patrick Mahomes in a big game is Joe Burrow. Yeah, isn't that basically the narrative now? Saints and Bucks are the mm. ones coming here. Those aren't going to be ones. Houston's coming here. That's C.J. Stroud. Is that a real narrative, by the way? Do you guys buy it? Is Joe Burrow, is there something special about Joe Burrow? Well, he's beating Patrick that he's Mahomes the one times. guy that can beat Mahomes yeah, in a big I, game. I think, look, nowadays it's it's the quarterback-coach combo. Yeah. And I, I think Zach Taylor is a really good head coach, and I think he proved it this year. I, I mean, by having that team, even being contention, and, and Jake Browning, having that team in playoff hunt late in the year. Um, and he's proven that he can beat Andy Reid. So I think the Burrow the Burrow combination with Taylor, I, I mean, I think it's legit. I think it's legit. I, but look, You don't think we're making they, too well, much of no, one playoff no, game where the Chiefs it. kind of puked on their shoes? You know, the games they played in the regular season were all big games, too. They were late, and they've won those games, too. So they, they've won some, okay? So Burrow is... I don't know if he's that guy, that guy yet, because they did make a Super Bowl, and he had the ball in his hands at the end and didn't get it done. He had the ball in his hands at the end of the AFC Championship game last year and didn't didn't get get it done against the Chiefs as well. Look, that team's going to look different, too, because, I mean, they're probably going to lose T. Higgins. Higgins. And I was just going to say that. Do we really know what Joe Burrow will be as an NFL quarterback when he doesn't have one of the top three wide receiver groups in the NFL? You have no idea. You have no idea. We didn't know about Patrick Mahomes until two years ago when Tyreek Hill was gone. You know what we found out? It's okay. They've only won two Super Bowls without Tyreek Hill. Yeah. Just two. Now, now two I think out of we kind of knew you know. that, that Mahomes was special. Could he carry a team without Tyreek Hill was a bit of a question mark. But, like, with Burrow, 
I think Burrow's really good. I liked him out of college, watching him play. You know, by the way, he had he had more weapons in college than he even had <laughs> right. his first year in the right. NFL. So we never really seen the, him the, the, seriously. Yeah, in college, he had two of the top three NFL wide Jamar receivers. Jamar Chase and Justin Jefferson. Yeah, like in they're the NFL five. right now. Yeah. They're, they're both like top five yeah, guys. Top yeah, five. guys. Yeah. So he's he's had weapons around him. Yeah. Way more weapons than Patrick Mahomes ever had in college and more weapons than Patrick Mahomes had this last couple of years in the NFL. But I don't know. We'll find out about Burrow. We'll find out if T. Higgins is gone. I think he's going to be gone. You don't you don't need to re-sign him when you have these other guys who are going to have to get signed. Too. I don't, they have I don't to have hard they decisions can to make. Re-sign him. Yeah, it's going to be cuz the rate to go out there and and I'll tell you listen, all the Chiefs fans right now, go sign T. Higgins. No, don't. No, go sign Calvin Ridley's the guy. Go get an older guy on a one-year deal or something. You don't need to go sign some 25-year-old guy on some five-year thing. They just won two Super Bowls without doing that. Okay, can I play a little devil's advocate on that then? What is the number one priority that the Chiefs need to acquire to keep this run going, in your opinion? If they can can acquire acquire a player that's going to be here for a handful of years to make sure that this window stays open for Patrick Mahomes and Andy Reid, what is it? I'll tell you what my answer is. Left tackle? No. Wide receiver? They've they've gone through left tackles. An elite target for Patrick Mahomes to throw the ball to. Elite. Because I hate to say this, but Travis Kelsey is not going to continue being that. No, he's not. We already saw signs this year that getting through the regular season is going to be a challenge for him. I think that that you hope... To manage him through the regular season again this coming year, and then in the playoffs let him shine the way that he did this year, right? But his days are numbered. Whether sure. it's whether it's next year or the year after that, his days are numbered, and the idea that you can just rely on him to me is is going to be gone. Patrick Mahomes needs a guy, in my opinion. He needs a guy. So now, do you draft that guy? Can you draft that guy when you're drafting where the Chiefs always do? Is there a chance yes. the guy's on the team? Uh, I might push right back. No. On, I might push back on you. Rashi okay. Rice? Push back. I love pushbacks. Uh, I, look, who was elite this year? Right, and they struggled through the regular season because they didn't have anybody elite, but in the postseason, Travis Kelsey was elite. I think Rashi Rice might have been elite in the postseason, too. There you go. So you already have a guy who, who's proven that he. I did, I, I, I don't th- see Rasheed Rice being the guy, a guy, and maybe he'll grow into this. Look, look when when the Chiefs lost the Buccaneers, what was the problem? Well, well the entire any, offensive line a was a joke, so and the whole did, team did was a mess emotionally. He, did he have elite receivers in that game? Absolutely. Yes. And could he get them the ball? I hit him in the uh, face. Yes, sometimes. they just <laughs> didn't catch it. Actually, <laughs> okay. On a bad foot, he still miraculously threw amazing passes to them and hit them right in the face mask. Fair enough. But my point is, that <laughs> he had elite targets in that game. Yep. And they still lost because he didn't have time. He didn't have. He, he didn't have. He, I don't think there's a glaring need on the Chiefs because they just won so the freaking. My pushback Super Bowl. is left tackle. Uh, that offensive line is more important than having an elite. An elite receiver is is is. is I it is important. Yeah. But not nearly as important as that offensive line. So they, they're going to be. They I mean, don't have a left tackle. And right maybe now. maybe Wanya Morris will be a serviceable left tackle. I don't know. He played a few games this year. wasn't great. It was all right. Donovan Smith was a one year guy. Okay. I they, the, they. I don't think they need to go out. You know, they were going to the go give Trent Williams a hundred million dollars. I don't think they need to do that either. No. I think they can get through with. They just got through with Donovan Smith playing left tackle. Okay. They. 
they honestly, what I would like to see, and this would have been, I think there was such a crop of tight ends this last year to have another tight end who, who could be someone who could be there when Travis Kelsey's done. But I think the way they should attack wide receiver is the way they've been doing it and just keep trying to draft somebody. Sky Moore wasn't the Didn't guy. hit on him, but, but they hit on Rice. Rashi Rice is a good player. Yeah. And if you keep trying to pick a wide receiver at 32 or 64 or wherever they end up you know, picking, there are guys out there who they can do that with. I, mean, I look at Puka. Where did he come from? The fourth round? I mean, those guys are out there. Look at all of them. I mean, we were talking about Justin Jefferson and Jamar Chase. Those guys are elite, elite, okay? But look at Puka. Where did C.D. Lamb get drafted? He was first round, but later in the Late, first round. Right. But he was he was a first round pick. Cooper Cup wasn't. Cooper Cup was not. Tyreek Hill was not. Uh, you know, Devontae Adams was not. Antonio Brown was not. There are lots of guys who were not picked in the first round who are great. T. Higgins, everyone thought they should have. D.K. Metcalf, these were guys who were picked in the second round. I say you just keep trying. I'm not giving a wide receiver a five-year deal. No. I say you just go keep trying to find him however you can. You know, Mike Evans right now is yeah. a free agent. Mike Evans on a one-year deal. He's yeah. not going anywhere for He's going to probably to hang out. But, yeah. maybe too. but he's, he's also not going to get a five-year deal. He's old. Yeah. That's Johnny Manziel's dude. I agree with you. I, when you go to free agency, you overpay. Right. You, you, it, it, that's the definition of free agency. You're going to overpay unless you get a guy that – the only guys you don't overpay for are Drew Tranquils, guys that, that nobody's offering a big contract to. right? But when it comes to trying to get a star, if you're trying to get a star player, you're going to overpay when they hit free agency, right? That's why it's hard to hold – that's why it's hard for the Chiefs to hold on to these guys because you can't overpay everybody. So I'm with you. I don't really think they should, but I do think they need to keep drafting it, and I think they need to keep looking for it because, to your point about the offensive line, Jake – when that offensive line became a real issue was once everybody was hurt on they the offensive hurt. line. It wasn't just the left tackle. It was both tackles were hurt. Two guards were hurt. They had backups everywhere, and they didn't have enough depth to cover all that. And they learned their lesson, right? Mm-hmm. Nick Allegretti stepped right yeah. in for Joe Tooney. And they went out and overpaid More for Joe Tooney. So here's my, here's my biggest concern is that, in, in not this season, but obviously this is the last season of Creed Humphrey and, and and Trey, Trey Smith, Smith, yeah, like you need to, you need to identify guys on the interior of that line for two years from now. Yep. So I mean, it, because you're it's not, a never-ending deal to keep your football roster fresh because they nailed on both those draft picks. But the best thing they have going for them is they already have the quarterback. That's the hardest part. You look at all these teams running around trying to figure out quarterback over and over and over. We lived it in Kansas mm-hmm. City for fifty years. Yep. But look so, at the teams, even when they do figure out the quarterback. You know, it's <laughs> even hard. when you have a Josh Allen, even when you have Lamar Jackson, all of it, it's difficult to do. But you would, I mean, the Niners are an amazing example of a very well-run franchise who still, I mean, they drafted Trey Lance. They survived that. It's still amazing. number two or three, three. They, they moved up to do it. Yeah, they did a lot of draft. Capital. I mean, they had a they had a a guy who they paid money for in Jimmy G, who they paid too much for probably because he had he had done a nice job as a backup. For the Patriots, and they got to a Super Bowl, and then they said, "All right, well, we're going to move up here. And we're going to get Trey Lance. We're going to get Patrick Mahomes. That's what we're going to do." Turns out he got hurt, and maybe he wasn't good enough. And then they—they're they, such a good team that having a Mr. Irrelevant come in and plug the gap has been great. I mean, they made an NFC Championship game and a Super Bowl with that. But they, they can't keep doing it that way because eventually all of these guys are going to get too expensive. And then they traded three first-round draft picks to move up to get Trey Lance. And they made the Super Bowl after that. And a third-round pick. It's crazy. They traded a 21, 22, and 23 first-round draft pick in their third pick 
uh, third round draft pick in twenty two. But if Trey Lance survived that, turned out to be Patrick Mahomes, you know they probably would have won the Super Bowl this year. Because you know, man for man, their roster was amazing. They wouldn't have had that roster though. That's the point. They wouldn't have had that roster unless they had a quarterback who they paid three hundred fifty thousand dollars for. Right. Well, they would. Trey Lance still would have been cheap this year. You know what I mean? That's what I'm saying. Not that cheap. Well, he would have been, you know, a million bucks or something like that. It wouldn't. It wouldn't have been that big a difference. He he would have been on a rookie contract. It wouldn't have been that bad. But they missed on him. I mean, they flat missed on that, and they're still a very good team. The Chiefs hit on the most important draft pick they've had. In, ever. You know. Ever. Ever. Mm-hmm. Ever. They yeah, nailed absolutely it. Absolutely ever. And they've continued to do the right things. And they haven't hit on every other. I mean, Dr- Brett Veach and the guys have had some great drafts. A lot of com- you know compelling yeah. players to play for them, but they haven't all been hits. Sky Moore. Wasn't a hit, you know. Breland speaks. Everyone, you know, he had to cut him. They need some guys who have been all that good, but they've done a really good job, and that's why. Like I love Legarius Sneed. I think they would love to have him back, but I don't think there's a chance that he's going to no. be back because you know how much money Legarius Sneed has made so far in four years playing professional like football. Five million bucks or something. Three point nine million dollars. That was an outrage. He hasn't even made four million dollars. <laughs> It made $4 million. That's an outrage. That's crazy. Trent McDuffie is great. Trent McDuffie made more money to write his hand, his name down once yeah. than, than Legereus Sneed has made. Yeah. So Legereus Sneed, this is his chance. All right. Legereus Sneed, by the way, who's played for four years, is not 22 years old. I mean, this is a, like 26-year-old guy. He came into the league as an older guy. I think he's almost 27 maybe. Can but they? he's an older player. He. This is his chance to go out there and get a deal. Where he's going to be making any chance, like to franchise him and then trade him, or some way to where you can get something for him? Uh, that's possible, but then it gets complicated. That way, you have some real trust in another team if you're going to tag him. Do I mean the, the number? Uh, you've seen the number on Christian. I think. I think. I asked a lot of people this when we were down at the Super Bowl. Um, you have a choice. You got Legarius Sneed and Chris Jones. You get to have one of them. Which Which do you sign? And every single one of them said. Well, you signed the big guy. You signed Chris Jones because there aren't but five people in the league who can do what Chris Jones can do. You know what I mean? It's a very short list of people who are that elite and that big who can do that. And you can't replace that leadership he has in the locker room. And Legereus Need, I love him. He is a a wonderful story. This is a guy who has come from a rough background, all kinds of tragedy in his life. He was the 87th player... In the state of Louisiana, when he was in high school, not 87th player in the in the country, in his home state, he was the 87th ranked player on Rivals, and he is one of the top five cornerbacks in the National Football League. Yeah, it's, it's an amazing story, but it just so happens that you know the Chiefs have shown that they can find Lachiarius Need in the fourth round. Yeah, and they can yeah. coach them up. And, you know, yeah. Dave Merritt does a great job with these guys. Spags does a great job with these guys. They find the guys who fit what they want to do. Charvarius Ward was not even a drafted player. They traded a, you know, Parker Angerer for him, and they turned him into a guy who could go get a $50 million contract or whatever with the Niners. I mean, all those things. They, they have done that. The Chiefs have yet to, this regime, right here, this regime, sign one of their defensive backs yeah. to a contract. If anyone deserved it, it's Legereus Sneed. But I think more than anything, Legereus Sneed deserves to go get a big fat payday somewhere. Yeah. 
You know and what I mean? It, and it's you just can't pay everybody here. You can't pay them all because the, the, the it, because if you would you rather have Patrick Mahomes or Lachary Sneed? Would you rather have you know? There's it's it's a hard puzzle to put together. But the the reason this puzzle is so difficult to put together is the reason why the NFL is so great. Yep. Because you can't pay everybody, and yep. it's the reason that Buffalo and Kansas City can be two of the best teams in the league when their quarterbacks aren't on their first contracts; they're on their second contracts. So anyone complaining about Oh, they can't keep them all. Just look over and watch the Royals for the last 10 years. We like these rules. These rules are great for Kansas City. These are the best rules that there are in sports for Kansas City because that allows Kansas City to compete and be great. And it also allows Kansas City to hold on to their, their two or three biggest stars. The guys that they, I mean, they've been able to keep Chris Jones because of this franchise tag, Mm -hmm. right? I mean, they they've been there's there's a mechanism where it's like, well, if you really want to keep this guy, franchise tagging the salary cap, it's great for for Kansas City. You can do it, and you know, Chris Jones, the, the players hate the franchise tag, but well, you know, in the in the end, like, listen, we've said this for a lot of years, the franchise tag stinks in a lot of ways, but also, it's the greatest thing in the world because okay, you're guaranteed to make more money than you... Like, if Legereus Steve got franchise tag, what's the cornerback number going to be? It's going to be $20, 20 million? $20 million. And I just told you, he, he played three. four freaking years and made $3.9 million. Yeah. So if someone wants to insult me by giving me five times as much money as I've made in my whole life... 18.4. In, in a year, insult me. Okay? Right. Go ahead. Have at it. Insult me yeah. all you can. But... Uh, what like Chris Jones got on stage? Listen, I'm not going to take anything that happened on stage no, because not under that inebriation, all of that stuff. <laughs> but I do think Chris Jones would rather be a chief than anything else because I think Chris Jones really does like winning. I mean, you saw that emotion that Andy Reid gave him after the game. How hard on top would it, of, he loves Spags? He how loves hard would Joe it Cullen. be for him to sit back and watch that team try to go for history? I mean, like, how hard would that be? Hey, listen, there's parts of this. You've seen this. Tyreek Hill got what he wanted. He got a lot of money, and Tyreek Hill honestly wanted to live in Miami. Sure. He's got a house down there, all this stuff. Chris Jones has a house in Miami. I think Chris Jones would love to, to live where it's warm and get paid and do all that. He likes that down there. He likes going fishing. I mean, you've seen do these things. I mean, yeah. this is what he likes to do. But you know what he really likes to do? He likes to win, like to be on that stage. You like to do those things. So this is a tough one for him because he's Chris Jones has made a lot of money. He, Chris Jones hasn't made three point nine million dollars. He's no. made tens of millions of dollars. He doesn't. What need, did he make last year? Nineteen? Yeah, I made sixteen, seventeen. He didn't get it all back, but you know, it's he's made a lot of dough in his life. <laughs> mm-hmm. So he is at the point now. He can strike it rich one more time. And he's maybe, going for legacy. I mean, maybe, he's going for Hall of Fame. But the Chiefs can also, I I think there's a way. You know, they have $20 million in salary cap space. Patrick Mahomes got really paid this year. He's very flexible right now. We know he's a flexible player when it comes to, to doing the right things for the, for the organization because he makes so much money elsewhere. He will do what it takes to make whatever contract work, okay? But... If Chris Jones really wants to be in Kansas City, Chris Jones has made ninety million dollars in his career. Made ninety million. He's probably got another seventy or eighty to make. I mean, he's probably got uh, three. He's got a guarantee coming of seventy, eighty million dollars somewhere. Maybe we'll see where it ends up going. But if there's a way to give him some sort of a almost all guaranteed contract for like two or three years to be in Kansas City, I think that would be a win-win for him. And the Chiefs, because How many good he's years going to have left. Probably a couple. 
He's, he's 30, 30, right? Yeah. 29. 30. 29. He'll be 30, He'll be 30 during the season, I think. Yep. Um, he's 29 years old and 238 days. Yeah, so he's close. He'll be, by, before the season starts, he'll be 300. You know, he'll be 30. He'll be, you know, spring or whatever. He'll be that. But, I mean, if there's a way to, here's three years, 90 million, uh, 70 guaranteed, I don't know. I don't know, but the, his agents, I think, were bad this oh, year. Oh, really? Okay. <laughs> I think. He it, seems to get that, too, I think, at this point. I hope he gets it now. But I'm telling you this, man. I think I think there are things afoot. He was in a direct TV commercial, right, mm-hmm. with Travis Kelsey. I'm promising you, man. Travis and Patrick are trying to help out, saying, hey, we'll get you some money somewhere else. You know what I mean? You know? If you, you see these things pop up, he's, oh, all of a sudden, here's Chris on another commercial. And that you get that from being in the Super Bowl. That's where that comes from. And that's you it, having friends in high places, not low places, like Travis tried to sing. <laughs> you, you, you know, you got Patrick oh, Mahomes and, and Travis Kelsey being an advocate for you um, in that space. Forget about your, your, your NFL contract if you make money somewhere else. I know he loves being a chief. I know he loves that. And that, how could you not? I mean, and and that's it, it, again, you're talking about two very different things because, like, some people, most of us will sit there and, and talk about the Jerry Sneedwell. I'll never make three point five million dollars in my entire life combined, you know. So that seems like a lot of money, but the difference between three point nine million and ninety million oh. is a huge difference. It, it's a huge difference in in terms of, you know, you're in, in a lot of ways. So. It Sneed's, makes, Sneed's looking at money like that. Yeah, it's what, yeah, like, what Jalen Ramsey get? He got a hundred million dollar contract. It, he's going to get like four years, eighty million dollars. Yeah, that's, and, what and, Sneed, that's what's on the table for Sneed. And so for him, I think I could put myself in his shoes and see why I would look at okay, stay in Kansas City, not make as much money, go to another place where I might not win as much, but this is my chance to make that that paycheck that will take care of everybody in my family for as long as I can possibly imagine. I can understand him saying, "I got to go get the money." Chris Jones has already made ninety million dollars. It's easy for me to sit here and put myself in the shoes of a person that's made ninety million bucks. I don't know what that's like, and I understand the principle that money is one of those things. It's it's addictive. So the more you get, the, it doesn't usually people don't go. Oh, I'm good now. I don't want any more. Usually people want more. But I do know this, and this might sound corny, make people roll their eyes, or whatever. But the statement that money cannot buy happiness is absolutely true. I've got a couple buddies that grew up dirt poor who are now filthy rich. They're not necessarily happier than they were back when we were poor. (laughs) And sometimes they're more unhappy. And I'll tell you this much, too. I have traveled with college and professional sports teams. I've been a part of the organizations that wears the wins and the losses. When you do something for a living that is measured by wins and losses, playing on a winning team is a lot happier than playing on a losing team. Your quality of life, if you're a real competitor and you are playing for a team, is totally affected by whether or not you win or lose. It is fun to be a Kansas City Chief. (laughs) You are happier. When you play for the Chiefs, I think Chris Jones gets that. I think that's why there's a chance they get the deal done. We'll take a break. Back after this on Sports Radio 810 WHB. Looking at uh, the the crawl on ESPN this morning, they're running through what's going to happen with the quarterbacks in the AFC West. (laughs) 
Denver Broncos. Russell Wilson has five years, $211 million left on his deal with the Broncos, and they don't want him around. Yeah, they're going to have to – they're going to do some – they got a couple of choices. I read an interesting article about that yesterday. Be gone. Be gone, but they're just going to have to eat, like eat the 30 plus. Yeah, maybe more, depending on how they do it. Like if they can do him a post June 1 designation or whatever. I mean, it's just no good answers for well, that. But it was trading him, you know. Well, no, who's going to trade for that contract? Well, I mean, He's no have, good. You'd have to, like, eat a lot of that contract, but trade him and not. It, it might absorb some of it. But honestly, who wants him? I mean, the, the Falcons would probably take him. I don't know, man. I mean, he's got weapons down there, and he look—he wasn't horrible this year. He was—I mean, that's one—that's going to go down as one of the dumbest things a franchise has ever done. They were—they were in the midst of ownership change, right? They had uh, the 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 Bolin family was fighting amongst each other because they didn't have a, a true succession plan, so they're literally in, in court. Fighting about who's going to get the team, they're finally like, "Screw it, we're selling this." Thing. I mean, that so they story sold is it. great, by the way. It's like Succession or something. Oh, I mean, it's wild, unbelievable. So they sell the thing to the, the Walmart people, and then the Walmart people were like, uh, "Let's trade for Russell Wilson." They could have just traded for him; they just had him. But let's let's trade for him and give him a brand new contract, big old contract. I mean, and also let's uh, let's have a brand new coach too, who's never coached, never been head coach. Let's do it all. Let's just do it all in like two months. Let's have uh, this is you have his coat. Listen to Nathaniel Hackett. You have his dad's. I coat. have his dad's coat. His yeah, dad's starter coat. jacket. And you know him or no? Yeah, I mean, yeah. I've been to some keg parties with. Nathaniel. So let's let's get the guy. Is that back when he was Nate. <laughs> yeah, Nate. Let's yeah. get some That's guys. A, I remember the first time. I, so do you think people would start taking me more seriously if I started Nathaniel? demanding that you call me Nathaniel? I yes. called him Nate when so. He was on Gruden's staff, like, one of the first years I worked uh, for CBS. He was, like, the player quality control co- guy. Just He was on he was just on Gruden's staff, like, doing, like the low man. T- and, I, and I, like, was doing the game down in Tampa. And I, I saw that he was on the staff. And, you know, just, and I was like, I, I need to find Nate Hackett. And so I, I ran into him and said, Nate, Jacob Terrace, you know, because he went to Blue Valley Northwest. You know, he, he's a good buddy with our, our friend Pat mm-hmm. West. And, uh and he was like, oh, Nathaniel, Nathaniel. Because yeah. I called him Nate. He's like, no, 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 no. It's, it's Nathaniel. Nathaniel. No. So the Broncos <laughs> God, decided. My, my headphones almost fell off. I'm rolling my eyes so hard. The, the, the Broncos decided to hire Nate and, <laughs> and then give Russ a crazy-ass contract. But, and they're doing this because the Chiefs are the Chiefs. They hadn't beaten the Chiefs in forever. And the, the, the Can we just go ahead and say Nate people? is a thousand times better than Nathaniel? Thousand. Think of the cool, like, how many cool Nathaniels are there? Is it Nathaniel Hawthorne? Yeah. That's it? Nathaniel Ratcliffe or whatever? <laughs> Nathaniel Ratcliffe, yeah, that's not bad. I mean, but I, I do understand. If that's your name, that's your name. You want to go by your name? Yeah, no, you get to tell people. So you, get, you get to, yeah. Take you get, me less serious if yeah. I start, hey, guys, I want to go by Jacob. That's my name my mom no, gave me. No, that's fine. Good Jake. I mean, <laughs> right? we, know, we know Steven's story, why he's Steven, right. you know? Your dad was Steve. You know, we, yeah. he's told a story, so I get it. I respect it. But I also think it's kind of funny, like, halfway through your life. But whatever. My point is just I've had to make that choice in my life. You made it. N- Nate Tiny Archibald. Not Nathaniel. Nate Dog. <laughs> Nathaniel, Not Nathaniel Dog. Dog. Not Nathaniel Dog. Nate Dog. Sang the hook from every, you know, great rap song that was recorded in the 90s. You know? I think Nathaniel Dog would be good. There was or Detroit Nathan from Guys and Dolls. I was going to say Nathan. 
Yeah, Nathan, Nathan Detroit, whatever his name yeah. was, the character. I like Nathan. I was fine with Nathan. A lot of my family members call me Nathan. No Nathaniel. You know, if he was Nate, might have made it through one year. Didn't make it through I just a year. feel like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Nathaniel. My, my dad had a cousin named Larry who was not a popular cousin amongst the uh, the cousins in my dad's He's generation. talking bad about this guy? Yeah. He's not a good guy. No. But he... He came back to Kansas City as Father Lawrence. Oh. <laughs> and I should tell you how my dad reacted when he corrected him. He said, hey, Larry, how are you? It's Father Lawrence. Okay, Larry. <laughs> anyway. Father Larry doesn't sound right. No. <laughs> Father Nate wouldn't sound right. Either. Father, Father Nathaniel. the Grandpa Larry. Um, Grandpa Larry. There you go. Did you make call him Lawrence? Uh, no. Um. So, anyways, Nathaniel Hackett, I do have his dad's starter jacket, which is pretty sweet. Um, yeah, so, you know, they, 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 the, every, Wilson, everything that's happened, they've been trying to just, trying to catch the Chiefs. All these moves, they're desperate moves. Well, that's that's where, like, when I hear people say... Are you old enough to remember when John Gruden was the Raiders coach? They're hiring <laughs> John Gruden out of the TV booth because they think that's going to beat the Chiefs. Everybody wants to find the quarterback, Right, I mean that's that's the that's the the golden goose in the NFL. I still think the way to do it is you got to find the quarterback. You don't go buy the quarterback. Right. Well, the Rams would tell you otherwise because that's how they won a Super Bowl. And they made it to a Super right. Bowl by finding a quarterback too. Mm-hmm. They made yeah. there with with Jerry yeah. Goff. You know. Um, so that's one. Who who are the who are the teams that have bought a quarterback and won the Super Bowl? The, the Broncos would say when they had Peyton Manning, they did. But when they yep. won the Super Bowl, he yeah. was actually not any good. Right. But that's one. But no, I mean, but, yeah. They, it's they, not yesterday, by the way. He yeah. did break a bunch of records as he a did. Bronco quarterback. He was they, really they bought good. one. They did. I mean, the, the Bucks did it for a year. I guess there's lots of them then. <laughs> you, but, well, but I think it's like, and now look. But the Bucks are most now the Bucks are the threat. You have to have a team built ready. Yeah, to go. most teams the would Broncos say I would that. take a Super Bowl, but like buying those old quarterbacks got those teams a Super Bowl. The Saints aren't know? that. They went out and paid money to Derek Carr. They aren't yeah. that. And if someone right. goes and gives Russell Wilson money now or trades for him, they're not going to do it either. I'm trying to think. I'm trying to think Who's of who's like, ready to do that. The Jets tried that. Three but here's plays. the thing. How, the question you have to have Who's right now is, do that? I'll tell you. The Niners. Maybe. No. Well, the Niners, yeah. Or the Chargers. The Dolphins. Two is not the guy. Oh, wow. That's decision time for them as well. Right. right. I mean, you. I don't know. How do they find the guy? Just draft another one? Well, that's what he's saying. They could go pay for one. But who's out there to pay for? Kirk Cousins, maybe. I don't know. Maybe. But is Kirk Cousins How much better is guy? Kirk Cousins than, than Tua? Me personally? Well, where Cousins is now, I don't know. And Cousins has never shown the big game flair himself. He hasn't. Right? Well, neither had Stafford. Right. Well, Stafford didn't get to play any playoff games. <laughs> well, he played in some playoff games. Couple. Yeah. Not many. I mean, but you know, and he all played the, in some playoff games. But it's like it's it's like who's good enough to beat Patrick Mahomes? <laughs> well, nobody. Really. Tom I mean, Brady. There's your Tom, Tom Brady, Brady. and yeah. maybe Joe Burrow at full strength and everyone. Yeah, that's the answer right now. It's it's going to be the challenge that everybody has in the league. Now, I'm just wondering: is there a guy? Is there a guy coming along? Is there a guy out there 
in college right now that we don't know I mean, about. Maybe that's C.J. Stroud. He had a really nice rookie year. Yeah, yeah. That's a good point. Yeah, you know, maybe maybe it's that. Anybody believe uh, it's Caleb Williams? I don't. I do not. I do not at all. I do not. I can't I, listen, wait to see a team. I mean, I hope he proves me wrong. But I, man, I, I would hate to have the first overall pick right now. If I were the Bears, I would be. I would. The Bears have decisions to make. Rob I mean, the Commanders because the Commanders want Caleb Williams. Rob them. You should rob him. And he's yeah. from D.C. too. I mean, right. that's, yep. It's the whole nine rob yards yeah. there. Have at it. Because they, See how he handles the failure of being on a bad football team. How to go games. this year for him? He didn't seem to. He, he didn't seem to me like he was ready for that kind of adversity. No. Nope. <laughs> I mean, you know, and that's that's. That part of it, I mean, the Chiefs, like, the, did, were the Chiefs just brilliant or did they get lucky or a little bit of both? I mean, a little, a little bit, bit of both, both because there's just, they can say they knew all they want, but you can't know. You know, it, Gary Pinkle is right. They're like tea bags. You don't know. I don't know. I mean, I, think, I feel like Andy Reid knows. Well, they do know a lot, but, you know, they, the Chiefs in 2017 were a team that was, you know, could have used a, a, a new quarterback, and now they already had Alex Smith here. They could have gone out and tried to buy one because they had a lot of good things around them. They just couldn't get over that last little hump. I think they did it the right way. They kept the guy they had, and they went and drafted a guy, and then they, he got a year, and then they, they played him. I mean, you know, you can try that some places, but it's just hard to be in that exact spot the Chiefs were in. Oh, Because yeah. if you would have put Patrick Mahomes on the Cleveland Browns in 2017 and said, you have to go play football – I don't think Patrick Mahomes would have two MVPs and three Super Bowl titles. Now, you know the Seahawks. They, you know they really wanted they wanted Mahomes to drop to them. They were and they ended up trading out of that pick that they had right behind the. He Chiefs. would have been great there. And the Saints wanted him too, but Sean Payton's told the stories. Right, you know all those things. Those teams were, you know. But I still think, and Patrick t- says this today. And maybe they would have won the game against the Titans had he come in in the second half and played. Alex Smith threw for 200 yards in the first half of that game. Remember, a lot of factors in that Titans game. Chris Kelsey Jones got hurt. Got Kelsey, Kelsey got, hurt. got a concussion. Yeah, I mean, it was, you know, Marcus Mariota threw a pass to himself. I mean, lots yeah, of things happened Horrible in that call game. on DJ. Terrible call. One of the worst, you know, that misses was, I mean, that, that's a, that's NFL a game-changing play. Unbelievable. So who knows what they would have done the next week? I don't know. Who knows? But the way it worked out is the way it worked out. And it's been perfect because I still think I watch these quarterbacks go out there and they try to play them right away, and it just hurts them. It's just hard to do it. There's no way to lengthen the name Todd, is there? It's not short for anything, yeah, is just it? Todd. Because we've got Jacob, Nathaniel, and Todd. Todrick. Todd. It's made up. There you go. Todrick in studio. Mine is the longer version. It's two Ds. <laughs> Back after this on Sports Radio 810 WHB. This uh, well, this might bring the mood down a little bit, but I, I do think it's something that we'll be revisiting for a while now. Um, I had more conversations over the past weekend with people who were firsthand witnesses to the tragic events at the Super Bowl parade. And we're still waiting to find out if the people in custody are going to be charged with anything. As, a, as adults, they've, yeah. they've, uh, they've, there are some charges in the juvenile court. It's yeah. a different thing. They're going to try to get them reclassified as adults, and there will be different kind of charges there. But the people I've talked to, people are not going to be happy with what they – even if they get charged as adults with what they'll be charged with. They think it should be more. They'll think it should be they'll, more. They'll think it should be more. But there's just – listen, it's, this is just uh, the way 
charges work and the way this situation looks like it is. Well, you're going to have to charge them with something you feel very confident you, you can, can actually win. can win. Right. You know, if you charge them with with more than you can prove, you uh, you, you run the risk of not getting any convictions. Yeah. Right. So more good news the weekend, though. I think every child is out of children's mercy. They've all been. All been released. That's, and that's the GoFundMe's great. keep raising money. It's mm-hmm. really cool to see people in the community, both prominent and, and anonymous, that are that are trying to do something positive. I do think it's like going to be a balance for us. I don't want us to forget what happened there because one of the things that does trouble me about the news cycle with these events these days is we're all – we talk about it for one day, mm-hmm. and then we move on with our lives. And the people that I've talked to personally who will never get the pictures out of their mind of what they witnessed that day – they're not ready to move on, and we shouldn't completely move on either. We need to always remember this, so there's going to be a balance there of talking about it, but also not you know, not wallowing in it, I guess, so to speak, and trying to move on and grow from it and all that. So we'll see where it all heads from here. Yeah, it's going to take a little while. I mean, they um, – and then, you know, once they get them reclassified and charged and all that, I mean, trials take a while to get ready for, you mm-hmm. know. I mean, all those things. This is yeah. – it's it's going to be a while yeah. on this, and I, you know, we our hearts go out to everyone who was affected. I keep looking at these videos and stuff, and I was way closer than I thought I was, man, to this. But hey, man, well, I'm glad uh, you're here, buddy. Um, thanks for being here the last two hours. Yeah, appreciate absolutely. you. I'm gonna go work out. This okay, morning. we you got base camp fitness. All right, base sweat. camp fitness for Todd Lebo. We got Joe Valerio coming up next.